0: Welcome to Your Lot and Parcel Podcast with your host, Benjamin Diaz, designed strictly for you, the consumer. You will find that this platform has your best interests at heart. Thank you for joining me. This is Benjamin here. My guest is an inventor, author, and scientist who saw a problem and found the solution after his mother was diagnosed with osteoporosis. Having said that, is osteoporosis limited to older adults only? He'll be answering that for us. What has science shown about variable resistance for bone health and why was this underestimated? He'll be touching on that as well. What foods should we exclude in our diet to ameliorate bone loss? Stay tuned for that also. His research in osteogenic loading is ongoing and he is speaking around the world to share his knowledge on the topic. Let's welcome him onto our show now, Dr. John Jekwish. There is no question that the human bone provides a support for the body, not to mention our organs and In fact, uh, with this rigid framework we call the skeleton, it definitely gives us a defined shape, body shape, and I'm glad to have Dr. John Jaquish on the line or on the show today to help us to elucidate uh, the importance of bone health. But before we get into our topic, uh, doctor, can you help us, uh, give us some background of yourself and as a scientist, author, and what led you to become an inventor, if you would?
1: Sure, uh, really all boils down. To, thanks for having me, by the way. Uh, Benjamin, it's really nice to be here. So, the um, it was really my mother that got me on this track, and it was not because of something she told me to study, because that wouldn't help, I was never one to really listen to my mother very well. But when she was diagnosed with osteoporosis, mm-hmm. uh, she was uh, rightly uh, afraid that her. Her lifestyle should change. And uh, she looked at some of the statistics. You have a 50% chance of death within one year of a fracture. If you're over the age of 50. Now, the reason for that is just because of complications based on the fracture. So you break Mm -hmm. a hip. It's a hip fracture, by the way. Mm -hmm. Um, And so you, you have a hip fracture, you go to the hospital, you can't move around. You start uh, collecting fluid in your lungs. You get pneumonia, you die. Uh, So, It's one of those things where the confounding factors become the problem, Mm. but it's all caused by one thing, which is the fracture. Right. Right. And so she was very nervous and she looked into the medications and the medications had what she felt were horrific uh, side effects. And I think there's a place for the medications, but they should come after somebody would, be looking into a physical medicine intervention. So you try physical medicine, meaning you try to make the body fix itself first.
0: Sure.
1: And when you've exhausted those options, like let's say somebody's in a wheelchair and they cannot self-impose load on certain bones, well, you know, then then maybe the medication is the only option you have left. But uh, I encourage all physicians to just try physical medicine first and mm-hmm. never had any pushback on that at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so and there is a physical medicine intervention. It's called OsteoStrong. I invented it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's in 10 different countries, 160 different locations. How
0: do you like that? Well, very good. You're yeah. also uh, an author, right? Uh,
1: I understand. Yeah. I uh-huh. yeah, just uh, published a best-selling book, a Wall Street Journal bestseller. Yeah.
0: Very good. I uh, I admire that. uh, In fact, you you give it the true meaning of what it is. uh, Necessity is the mother of invention. (laughs) So that's great. I admire that. When you see a problem, you you find the solution. I admire that, doctor. How would you define the human bone? Help us to understand that.
1: So it is the structure of the body, as you mentioned, but it's also the storage system for calcium, Mm. which is required for all nervous system interactions. Uh, So it's in a way a battery for a type of energy we need. And we're using that energy all the time, but it's managed and stored in the bone mass. Uh, And so there's a metabolic rate to bone and there's always minerals coming and going from the bone. Now, uh, what happens when you add more of that building block that bone is made out of? Well, to balance it out, your body starts getting rid of retained bone mass, but then it doesn't retain the new calcium coming in the body. So it's one of those cases where taking more calcium actually makes the problem worse, not better. Hmm. Uh, So bone is is a very important tissue and it serves many functions, Hmm. uh, just one of which is holding us up. Uh, So... Uh, Also, bone health has a lot to do with just our our general health, uh, general nutrition. Like when when bone health is compromised, typically many other things are compromised.
0: Mm. Interesting. Uh, At what, um, let me ask you, Doctor, at what point in life... uh, age, I guess, is a factor. Uh, does bone mass uh, reach the peak? And, and, and uh, how, Incidentally, secondly, how is bone density evaluated?
1: Uh, bone density is evaluated through, uh, funny you mention it. It's, it's one of those things where it really should be a different answer than it is. <laughs> but uh, right now, the standard for measuring bone is called a DEXA scan, dual X-ray absorbiometry. And uh, it's really uh, two x-rays that, that uh, sh- shoot into you at once and uh, tries to mimic uh, a 3D picture of bone to try and get a sort of more, or a an interesting picture of the inside of bone. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has some limitations. One is you're aiming these x-rays by hand. Mm-hmm. So anything done by hand is not done accurately or in a repeatable manner. Uh, Typically a doctor will only look at a pair of DEXA scans like uh, pre and post or before and after. If it was done on the same machine, because there's variability from machine to machine with the same technician, because there's more variability from technician to technician, though no technician does it the same way twice. Mm. Uh, but there's more variability of different different technicians so it's a terrible measure it's Mm -hmm. just the one that everybody accepts and I think it has a lot to do with the fact that when the drugs first came out they protected the outer layer of bone the Mm -hmm. outer cortex and uh, really you you didn't shed old bone you retained all the old bone and you could I guess, potentially build new bone if you were doing activity to do so. Mm -hmm. But of course, the people who were prescribed this medication weren't, otherwise they wouldn't have had a problem.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, So uh, it it really created sort of a false sense of security for many people. Um, And I only say that because there's research showing that people with good DEXA scans still had some frailty in bone, which didn't correspond. So the the measure itself, while I listed off all the pitfalls, even when it says you have good quality bone, uh, you might not. Mm,
0: interesting. So
1: yeah, yeah. So it's uh, it's a shame. Uh, the yeah. better test mm-hmm. is looking at bone turnover markers. So there's there's two markers that you would typically look at, like a BAP uh, marker for catabolic activity. Mm-hmm and then the P1NP blood test for anabolic activity. Mm-hmm. So basically you wanna see more growth anabolic activity and less degradation, and there's markers for both. So if you, you typically take somebody who's over 30 years old, 30 years old, by the way, is when you reach peak bone mass. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's downhill from there typically, uh, unless you do something like what we're talking about, mm-hmm. uh, so you test somebody who's over 30 years old and you'd see more breakdown activity than building activity. And then you would introduce osteo strong and you'd see that ratio flip. And you'd be building more bone than you're losing.
0: There you go. And that's the, uh, that's where it's at. And uh, very good. You you mentioned your mom your mother had osteoporosis. Uh, What's it? What, what is uh, osteopenia? I, uh, compared to osteoporosis, what's what's the difference there? Dr. It's like
1: pre-osteoporosis.
0: Oh, is that what that is? Okay. Yeah.
1: So yeah. is is it
0: limited to older adults?
1: No, no. Okay. Kids can okay. get osteoporosis, and in, in fact, uh, I, like a little, little over two years ago, I was at yeah. West Point talking. <clears throat> now, keep in mind, West Point is the best candidates oh, yeah. for uh, for the military. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And um, I should say for, for the army because uh, Annapolis has their own. Like people from Annapolis would not like me describing uh, West Point that way, <laughs> I guess. Um, but the uh, so I was at West Point. And they were talking about how the recruits they were getting. Some of them had osteoporosis
0: hmm. as
1: teenagers, and they have it when coming into the coming into the academy. And I'm and I'm thinking like, wow, like these are the best and they have a a disease of deconditioning and aging hmm. wow yeah. Like you know, some of these some of these people they they can't do a pull-up or a push-up um,
0: my goodness uh, what would be the cause of that i mean what is it that's causing that because uh, you, you would think that uh, the older folks would have that issue
1: well they do yeah uh they they certainly have it at a higher rate but yeah Inactivity, oh, okay. uh, failure to load bone or load bone to a, a relevant level, especially if activity was limited in like the teens and 20s, <clears throat> that can really compromise somebody for life because that's where you're supposed to build all your bone. So if somebody was bedridden you know, from the time they were uh, 20 to 30, they're going to be way behind in the amount of bone that they have at peak bone mass and, and further. Um, also, people with like eating disorders, uh, they have very poor poor bone density. Um, usually, within a few years of being an anorexic uh, or a bulimic, you'll you'll notice dramatic drops in bone density. Uh, vegans also. But 20 mm-hmm. out of 20 studies show that vegan nutrition is very damaging to bone, similar to anorexia or bulimia. And I think ultimately uh, veganism, anorexia, and bulimia will end up in the same category, uh, yeah. just, just eating disorders.
0: Yeah. I, I guess a, a life of sedentary uh, doesn't help at all. And just, yep. uh, yeah. So yeah, I know when I, for an example, doctor, when I stand, um, that's uh, gravity is applying a load there, apparently, equal to your body. So how much, how much more do you, do you need from that?
1: The relevant level of force to generate bone density growth in the hip joint, which mm-hmm. is the most important
0: yeah.
1: in the body, because those are the, those are the fractures that, that uh, have a mortality rate attached to them. They're the fractures that'll kill you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the minimum dose response. So anything beneath this is nothing. The minimum is 4.2 multiples of body weight. Is that right? Right. Wow. So, like, people who say they walk or run or swim, so they don't...
0: It's not enough, I guess, apparently.
1: Not even close.
0: Not even close. I know children, uh, I guess he had it right. I guess, you, you know, you watch them on the playground jumping and skipping and doing cartwheels and everything. That's getting pretty close, I'm assuming, to... Uh, the application it,
1: you, you typically get it when you're when you're a kid yeah so oh. I, I don't know specifically about car wheels but i know like if you <laughs> jump off yeah. of something that's 24 inches in height yeah, you will exceed four multiples of body weight when you land
0: interesting yeah my goodness the importance of bone health cannot be overly emphasized My guest is making it perfectly clear that older folks often have bone loss that is conducive to bone weakness. Therefore, there is an increased risk of bone fractures. To learn more on this topic, the link is found in the show notes. Here he is again, Dr. John Jaquish. So who's at risk for the most part with osteoporosis?
1: Uh, it's m- mostly women.
0: Yes. Okay.
1: It's a postmenopausal
0: um,
1: yeah. One in three women will have complications with a fragility fracture. One in five men.
0: I see. It's probably because of the the thin bone structure. Correct. It, would that have a bearing
1: on that? Well, the girth of bone is different in a female versus a male. Right. Um. But also, when uh, met- menopause happens, the loss of bone happens uh, much more rapidly yeah and uh and so yeah it's 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 kind of a a combo that creates
0: Mm -hmm. the problem exactly so uh, the loss of bone density where do you commonly find that on the body itself uh, on the bone structure
1: you'd see it you'd see it mostly in um like hip and spine those are the places we look the most
0: yeah I, I've had um, older folks, friends, you know, that have had issues with that. Uh, I've heard it being on the wrist as well. Uh, is, sure. Is a, yeah. So no, I can I can see that word It's important. Yeah.
1: Keep in mind, it's mm-hmm. it's not like a, it's not like poison oak. It doesn't like just get on one part of your body.
0: Oh, okay. Like,
1: yeah. It it has to do with like if somebody's inactive and they have very poor nutrition or they don't get enough protein uh, they'll start losing bone mass from everywhere, but it's just, you see it most easily in the hip joint. Uh, also the hip joint is the most studied area of the body. So that's important to point out. Right. Um, and, uh, and in the spine. So mm-hmm. we like, we don't, no one really looks at the wrist, but you can certainly have a fragility wrist fracture or clavicle fracture. Clavicle is mm-hmm. actually the most broken bone in the body. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. but no, yeah. No, one, no one's looking at it. It's not necessarily yeah. the best indicator. Yeah,
0: it, it can easily happen. I, I remember mm-hmm. I was in a, in a wrestling uh, years ago, as in high school mm-hmm. uh, wrestling. I mean, it didn't take much for him to fall. I, I threw him down, and broke his uh, collarbone. <laughs> yes, you know, so it's I guess uh, that is common. Uh, Doctor, what has science shown about variable resistance that we're talking about here as to bone health and why was it underestimated?
1: Well, there's two questions in your question. Um, So with with bone health, we're looking to emulate impact. Mm -hmm. So where a human would naturally absorb high impact forces Okay. We have to maximize that loading.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Whereas variable resistance is what my other uh, invention applies. That's called X3, and that's for strength training.
0: Yes.
1: So very different. Sure. Uh, in fact, the X3 won't do anything for bone density and okay. the, the osteostrongal, product and in the clinics, um, you know, they'll, you certainly you'll, you'll do some conditioning of musculature with your nervous system and the density of, of cells, but like, you're not going to grow big muscles from, from what osteo does. Oh, I
0: see. I gotcha. Yeah. So okay. they're,
1: so they're two similar, uh, approaches. So both have to do with strategies of putting very high loads on the body so that the body can change Mm -hmm. and it can change uh in a much more profound way than we've ever seen with conventional fitness
0: interesting and um i guess it would vary from one from one person to another doctor as to how long it takes to build that density sure yeah
1: well effort has a lot to do with it and uh i'm sure you're aware that a lot of people uh have varying effort they are willing to put in certain endeavors. So some people see incredible results very quickly. And some people, uh, hey, there's, e- there's even some people who just really refuse to try at all and yeah. they get nothing.
0: Exactly. Yeah, well, motivation has to be a part of it, I, I'm sure. Yeah. Absolutely. <clears throat> so would you um, explain... Um, uh, doctor, the, you indicated in I, some of the what you've written on your website that all exercise is not equal. Can, can you elaborate on that?
1: Yeah, there's plenty of exercise. Yeah, there's so there's sort of a myth that's promoted out there like all exercise is great. Mm-hmm. You no, know, I can name plenty of exercises that are damaging. Um, you know, when I see people doing you know jump squats and landing inappropriately because they're not prepared for it or uh, Uh, Upright rows uh, when they don't have a mobility problem and they bring the bar too high past mid chest. You know, they're just damaging the shoulder. Heavy bench pressing. Uh, Every time I meet somebody who does heavy bench pressing, I say the same thing to them. I've been doing this for years. Like, someday in the near future, you won't be able to do that. You will be in so much pain because of the cumulative damage that you're creating. They usually tell me, You know get lost or f off or whatever and then i see them a few years later and sure enough they have trouble putting their shirt on in the morning and also they quit all weightlifting because they can't take the pain
0: exactly
1: debilitated from the pain so um shame i i uh i've been warning people for this for a long time but um you know, it's their choice if they're going to listen.
0: Exactly. Well, yeah, there's a high risk of injury when it comes to that, yeah. especially if you don't have the true form to do it. You know, just you, many times I guess you got to have a coach. But even then, um, so to improve bone density, doctor, what 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 is the optimal goal in, in, in exercise or physical activity? Um, again, that's maybe uh, a good something that varies from one person to another.
1: So. <coughs> You want to you wanna emulate high-impact forces. So you mm-hmm. want to get in the position where you naturally absorb high-impact mm-hmm. and then load the body in a very slow and controlled manner.
0: Interesting. Okay. Where so you you're good?
1: getting the weight of high-impact and the control <clears throat> using your own comfort as yeah. a guide.
0: Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it let me up. let me ask you this: Playing tennis is that a good sport that helps bone density?
1: Tennis, um, that that's higher on the list. Than a it lot is,
0: of, I would think so.
1: Yeah, like swimming will do nothing.
0: Oh gosh, no. there's no impact. Definitely,
1: uh, tennis is a little bit of impact. Sprinting is uh, better, mm-hmm. um, but obviously the sort of jumping and plyometric type mm-hmm. activity yeah. uh, i mean outside of what OsteoStrong does because OsteoStrong loads the body in a safe manner uh there is no safe way to do this without mm-hmm. OsteoStrong, which is part of the reason why i invented it and it mm-hmm. has a bunch of patents on it mm-hmm. uh it was unique so
0: um very good yeah, yeah. so yeah, that's him. uh strong you said uh, you're it's um you have clinics it is a clinic is that correct is that what you indicated that's right okay and and how prolific uh is the clinic or uh here in the country uh can we can go to your website and look for the nearest
1: that's right okay. yeah osteostrong.me
0: there you go all right I'll have to do that <clears throat> doctor um, you know, you had indicated the, uh, the West Point candidates were having problems with bone density. Yeah. Uh, are, are foods uh, a culprit uh, in your diet? Yeah. Uh, what would you say to that?
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we, uh, we eat things that are just uh, <laughs> not, not only void of nutrients, sometimes a negative impact. I think so? Yeah. Yeah, and in, in a lot of the a lot of the worst ones are promoted the most. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like vegan nutrition is actually being promoted by a lot of governments around the world. I understand governments uh, like the idea of everybody uh, eating the food that source materials are literally cheaper than dirt mm. uh, because then they don't have to take care of their people very carefully. You know, you don't have to spend a lot of money feeding people if all the people want to eat is Oreo cookies. That's that high sugar, yeah. Yeah, refined yeah, sugar. Right. Like yeah. sugar's cheap. Yeah. And so tell everybody yeah. to just suck up all the sugar you want. Problem is, we're killing them by doing it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, we, we've, been, we've been sort of playing the same game of telling people low-fat diets are the best ones while people just keep getting fatter and fatter. Uh, we've also told people that calorie restriction mm-hmm is 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 the right way to go and it's obviously not because one thing the calorie restriction does is it massively increases your appetite.
0: Absolutely. Well, I I can relate to that.
1: <laughs> yeah, sure. Like anybody who's who's tried to just eat a little bit less but they yeah. still keep eating carbohydrates. Uh you you massively need to eat more and your body's telling you that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So the better approach is <clears throat> getting carbohydrates out of the diet. And you're not hungry anymore because that's the only thing that keeps you hungry. Yeah,
0: yeah, I, I can so, see that.
1: Yeah, and also, like bone and muscle are made from protein. Mm. Um, you know, carbohydrates play no role in the protein synthesis of bone or muscle or any other cell in the body. Now, doesn't mean your body doesn't use glucose or need glucose. It does.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But it can make its own. There you go. Yeah.
0: That sounds good to me. <clears throat> and of course, there's other products that you ingest. Uh, where did I read this? Or I heard it. Uh, sodas, uh, because of the acid. Uh, what's it called? The phosphorus. Uh, it, it draws the calcium out of your bones. Uh, that's you right. Yeah, yeah. That's,
1: colas are terrible. Yeah.
0: Yeah. My oh, gosh, it's, that's one thing I don't I don't uh, ingest at all. So that's great. Uh, would you share um you, you talked about the x three that's for strength building, correct? You that's know, right. I notice you have a program, a twelve week program. can you can that's you right. help us to appreciate that please?
1: Yeah, yeah. We teach people who, even if you've never exercised before, it uh, shows you how to do it. <clears throat> but most sort of beginner, I mean, it's not necessarily a beginner project uh, a product we have. Uh, about 50 professional athletes that are on the website using it the entire Miami heat uses it. They even endorse the back of the book. You can re- read their comments on the back. Um, so professional athletes all over the place. So some of the strongest people in the world are using it and getting better results than they did with weights. But uh, it's also designed for a beginner mm. because keep in mind, it's not weightlifting. So, you don't have to learn all the challenges of weightlifting. Uh, you just have to learn how to use this.
0: There you go. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Well, that's great. <clears throat> I noticed that you do have some uh, raving reviews. I mean, it's great. Uh, people yeah. really enjoy that uh, that product, uh, the X3. Uh, can you can you tell me why you call it the X3? What is it? What, what, what does that
1: come yeah, from? Yeah, yeah. The uh, The name comes from, there was, a, yeah. there was a very, right when I wanted to start this thing, one of the, Best studies out there looked at Cornell athletes, divided them into two different groups and had one group using variable resistance and the other group using regular resistance. And over a period of time, who had the bigger change? Well, the bigger increase in strength was from the variable resistance group who tripled the result of the other group. So the idea now it's a trip, tripling in delta, you know, like how much strength was gained. It doesn't mean they tripled their strength. So a lot of people who are too lazy to read the actual study, uh, you know, they just glance at it and they go, "Well, you know, they, these people didn't triple strength, and it that's not what I'm saying." It said, uh, so it, it ended up being kind of a confusing name uh so you know it's it's just x3 like i I don't most people like what's the story behind it it it, it had to do with some research there
0: you go okay fair enough fair enough yeah yeah um uh doctor how can my audience uh, reach out and learn more about your Austria strong program in the x3 Uh,
1: well i have a landing page and because my Mm -hmm. my last name is so difficult to spell uh I i got this landing page and uh, you can just go there and if you want to learn about the X3 superior exercise, click mm-hmm. on that and it'll take it X3. If you want to learn about superior nutrition, which is also uh, a requirement of, of, uh, living the, uh, best, most optimized life you can, uh, there that's there too, uh, as mm-hmm. well as, uh, what's, what's there for osteo So my, my landing page is drj.com, D-O-C-T-O-R, the letter yeah. J.com. Okay.
0: There you go. Well, that's easy enough. I'm telling you, yeah. that's great. Doctor, I, I appreciate uh, what you had to say. And, and I do admire your research and, uh, thank you. and finding the, the solutions for the issue of osteoporosis. Uh, you were a, a great uh, guest on the show. And I I want to thank you for coming on your lot and parcel show. And I, and I wish you the very best, doctor.
1: Thanks so much.
0: You listeners, if you have a recommendation for a show, or you have a question or a comment, or just want to say hello, drop me a note at yourlotandparcel.org. And now, if you would excuse me. This program has been produced by Isaac Diaz with music by Echo Foxtone. All the opinions expressed in this podcast are opinions only and should not be relied on. For more information, please visit the website yourlotandparcel.com.